That office shit is hilarious, baby. Me and my daughter's been cracking up at that shit all day. All right, how you ready? You said what? How are you just getting on to that? <laughs> you mad ah, late, right? And I, yeah, I'm mad late, but I was just, I wasn't, it just wasn't a thing. Like, TV really wasn't a thing for me. Yeah, but Office is like over a decade old. Like, nah, maybe I even. No, nah, I mean, I but, know it's old. It's nine seasons, okay. but I just wasn't, like, I just wasn't, I was doing so many different things. I just was never sitting still. So I'm, I'm going to be real with you. On Hulu and shit like that. I'm going to be 100% real with you, Alex. So, like, I'm with you on this one topic. Because, like, everybody was talking about Office, and I just never really took the time myself either. Uh, I watched a few episodes. I'm, like, it's not like I, it's not like I right, never watched Right, yeah, it, that's what I'm like, saying. Like, I've yeah. seen it, but it just was like, okay, mm-hmm. it wasn't must-see TV, but I, I'm, I like right. it in this format better anyway, where I could just watch everything straight through. My son told me he watched it, like, three times. The, the <laughs> whole, all nine seasons. Because that's really why yeah. I started watching it, because he was like that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, office, 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 Community wasn't. Didn't it have the same? I think they. The came, I think, nah, community. They came on the same day, I think, or something yeah, like that. Oh, I thought the guy. I thought the guy at Parks and Recreations ended up on Community. I thought. I thought that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Like. Nah, nah, that was uh, not a different show. But now I'm at the office. Um, I watched that shit. Like I watched all episodes and shit like that. Um, Community, I loved that show until it got till like uh, Donald Glover left, and also when it kind of started getting a little, I don't know, dry. I mean, to me, it was dry, or maybe he was doing too much. And Parks and Recreation, man, like I didn't expect to like it as much, but it had the same well, appeal as The Office. And, and the had good, yeah, had dope. good like, yeah, fucking, uh, even the I really like Parks like, and Rec, yeah, yeah, like like with Aziz and. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, the comedian, uh, big black lady, uh, I think it was Rita. Um, those two, like, just magic, like, and fuck, you know, this nigga that went on to be fucking Star Lord and shit, Chris Pratt, Pratt. Like, yeah. he was he was funny as shit, playing his dopey, dopey, doofy ass character and shit. Um, I felt like they kind of like wasted Rashida Jones a little bit, but she had her moments like playing off of, uh, Amy Poehler. Yeah, man, I ain't gonna go through the whole fucking ass. I kind of already did, but but yeah. <laughs> that's the type of nigga you are though. <laughs> Back to community, yo. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like community dope because you don't have to pay attention to it. Like I know what you're talking about, Joe, yeah. but I don't really have to pay attention to this shit. Like I I don't much know exactly everything that's going on, but I still like enjoy watching this shit at nighttime. It it just it gets rid of all the rest of the shit that's going on in the world. Yo, you know what? I've missed that. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm about like maybe a good like four or five years removed from like watching the sitcom like reruns and shit and it, that mm-hmm. shit is like mad confident like in the middle of the night and you ain't really going you laying down or you chilling but you ain't going to sleep just yet and throwing right. some shit like, like I, I, I missed that for some reason I've replaced that with like YouTube or The Wire you know what I'm saying and <laughs> it, it, it ain't the same, it ain't the, same the Wire is too dark yo I love like, it I gotta release you know what I'm saying yeah. I gotta just get away from anything and just not pay attention mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. turn your brain off 
watch some goofy Wolf shit. That's what I usually do. But speaking yo, of community, before we get off it, I know I'm sorry, I just fucked up the transition. Nah, 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 there's talks of a movie. I don't know if that shit's really gonna go through, but there's talks of a movie. So, so that's a, that's a, that's a, like an ongoing joke they had during that whole show. It's like yo, five seasons and I think it was five or six seasons in a, in, a, in a movie or some shit like that, and they might actually get that shit off. I don't know, but yeah. yeah. Well, yo, as we going through a lot of things that we're trying to watch in quarantine, we're just talking about some good, just natural sitcoms, some shit to turn your brain off. Get you to laugh real quick. Um, let me just start it off right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you may be listening to this podcast, we are the Better Than You pod. Uh, we're going to go around the room real quick, as we always do. B, was good? Yeah, you caught me when I was chewing. I'm good, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Ant, what's happening? I'm good. I have never seen an episode of The Big Bang Theory. Um, me neither. But I want to. But I want to. I, I kind of do too. I don't know what it's, I, yeah. I don't know what the thing is, but one day. one day. Yeah. 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 Joe. Man, I'm chilling. As far as the Big Bang Theory goes, I've probably seen about a dozen episodes, mm-hmm. and I hate that so many of my friends love it, and I just can't get down with it because it reminds me too much of the geekiest niggas I've ever been around. Like I'm at school for engineering, <laughs> so it's like it remind me of all of them like geeky ass math and exact felt was like geeky for no reason like he was being the fucking stereotype like i was good at math and science but i like railed against that shit no sci-fi for me no dungeons and dragons and shit none of this <laughs> weird like late night conversations about transistors or capacitors or like fucking all this fuck that shit man but i hear it's a dope show and like i swear like 90 percent of my people like love it yo the geeks and the fucking cool niggas like i don't know what it is about yo that. joe got a rant for everything Hell yeah. This nigga just hey, ran it on the Big Bang Theory. I did, yo. As soon as y'all mentioned it. Like, yo, I'm like, fuck <laughs> it. But, uh, on the better things, Alex. Word. Uh, as we are, most of the cities that we're in, we're all, most of us are either in a major city or right next to a major city. With a lot of the protesting and everything going on, there's been a lot of, um, there's been, sorry, there's been a lot of, of uh, as I was saying, protests going on. And also, a lot of cities have had curfews. Um, I don't know where you guys are at with it or where your mayors or governors are at with it. I know today was the first day they lifted the curfew where I'm at in North Carolina. Are you guys still under any type of curfew or anything like that? Or were they, have they uh, released? I you know, think we do. I just out? don't care. Like, I okay. I have no reason to be out. In be the out feet. somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. with us. So. Yeah, yeah, so I think we do. My town, we we had no like curfew or whatever, but um, I'm about like maybe like 25 minutes from Philly. I know, right. they, I know out there, like I see like they local news sometimes, and uh, yeah, I see they was really on it out there. But uh, where I'm at, we just chilling. Everybody just doing whatever. Oh yeah, they've been able to focus and see that it's not. It's just some small percentage of fools out there doing something different. The majority of people obviously are out there protesting. Uh, as they should be in protest and excuse me, protesting peacefully. But we have had <laughs> in the uh, social media world or in the media world been really looking at some of the things that have been coming across our feeds. I know you guys have seen it. I've seen it. Um, we could probably let's just start with Candace Owens. And I don't even know where you want to start with because it was like a week of where. She was either, I don't know if she was being interviewed or she was just making a statement 
or what was going on. I even, I remember in our group chat, I was saying, yo, I'm watching this Candace Owens, Glenn Beck interview, and she's so off the rails of what she's saying about George Floyd that Glenn so, Beck was had to rein her in to keep her focused on what was going on. Go ahead, B. No, what I was going to ask you is, um, that's kind of what I was going to ask you. Like, do we have, like, a thought of what she was saying? Because I'm going to be yeah, real with you. Yeah, like yeah. I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. um, one of my friends sent me some shit on her. I, I turned and listened to it for, like, two seconds. Mm-hmm. Then I sent it back to her, and I, and I, um, and I gave, like, a little Joe rant and about why I don't want to be sent anything from Candace Owens again. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I kind of blocked her out. I don't really know too much about what she was I'll saying. I'll tell you. What's going on? Yeah, okay. yeah, I can tell you specifically, uh, Glenn Beck started out saying that this cop murdered this man in the street and everybody was there to see it. And Candace Owens, you know, he asked her for her thoughts. Her immediate and first thought, this was her first sentence. Yes, but George person excuse me, George Floyd is not a good person, and then proceeded to go down his entire rap sheet. And from my perspective, the way she was just going was just saying, look how bad this person was that the force that was used was warranted. And like I said, Glenn Beck was, you could see it in his face. He was like, what are you talking about? Like, you way over here, and that's not even where I'm at, and not even a discussion I'm having with you. And it was just like, she just looked like she was ready and was so mad and is so hurt that she's unaccepted by us that she's just going to she's just trying to discredit anything that has anything to do with what's going on right now with the and, protest. That's basically and isn't that she the nature with. of who she is. Like she is, she's the anti-black. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's right. Bizarro black. Like remember how Superman had the Bizarro Superman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the nigga was like completely opposite. You know what I'm saying? She's the Bizarro black. You know yeah, I mean? man. Like and, she's Bizarro and, and, Sean King. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's weird because it's like uh pretty girl, you know, intelligent, well spoken and shit. And she corrupted this Kanye. Is, yeah, this is the side that she decided to like, you know, ride with. Um Trump uh, he shared a piece of the interview on his uh, Twitter, of course. You know what I'm saying? He'll never um miss a chance to, you know, do shit like that. Yeah, I don't, it's like I start to wonder is are these like the feelings that she really has inside about like race or is if she's like she's just, yeah. if she's just picking these moments to like just, you know, find a lane and like, you know, get her numbers up. You know what I'm saying? Either followers or like press and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't even know now. Yeah, I, I, that was the same feeling I had too. Um, I'll let you go in a second. But same feeling I had as well. It's like, are, is this your natural feeling, or are you just doing this because you're trying to get your numbers up? And I often wonder where her parent, what her, what was her upbringing, in a sense. Go ahead, B. Well, we we, we got into her upbringing before on this show that of mm-hmm. why she's like the type school. of person that she that she is, and and she kind of explained like that. So. That that is what it is, but yeah, no, that's a dark ledge to be on, though. I mean, she's starting to become mm-hmm. get on the, the deeper, darker side of the ledge. So, like, mm-hmm. there was a period of time where I might have might have thought she was just picking her spots, but you know, now like this type of ledge, like she may actually feel this parent um, passionately. You know what I mean? Just like Uncle Ruckus um, in the Boondocks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we often use his figure as like a joke, but. He only was created as a character in that show because he actually exists in our communities. You know what I mean? Like we mm-hmm. actually can point to Uncle Ruckus types. You know what I mean? And she is just an Uncle Ruckus type. 
is is just packaged very well. You know what I mean? She's like everything Joe said. She's well spoken. You know, she's not tough to look at, and you know she can seduce you if you're a Kanye West, one of the biggest stars in the world. She could seduce you if you know what I mean. Even that guy. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it was like, well, Kanye doesn't listen to anybody, but she listened to him, to her. But he listened to her. So, I mean, there's something there, even though what she's saying is bullshit. Word. And like I said, it, it, it was just a lot, and she was kind of all over the place, and I saw that. I don't know what she had on GoFundMe. I don't know what that was about, but I know that got suspended or whatever she was doing on GoFundMe. I don't know what she was doing, but that situation that she had got suspended. And she put out a post and she said, Blacks, not, I'm sorry, not a post, but she had like a poster that she was taking a picture with where it says, Blacks and uh, Hispanics are not the minority, the police are the minority. Protect them. <laughs> Their lives matter. Like she was really over what you're talking about, be really over on that other side and just like doing it on purpose. I'm going to antagonize this on mm-hmm. purpose. So. Yeah, I remember like how many podcasts like months ago and shit when we had a convo about her. I think it was during the uh, revolt. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the revolt yeah. conferences. And uh, yeah, man, like, and I was like shooting the bail. You know what I'm saying? You know, it was like with this shit. It's like, come on, you 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 really trying to get you a moment when damn near like where you got people all races, people across the country, people overseas, like just after seeing the video and like, or even just hearing the story and knowing what it is, like actually acting woke, you know what I'm saying? Actually paying attention to shit and you jump out here with your, you know, with your bullshit. This is a perfect moment for you to just come out here and show support. You know what I'm saying? But you come out here trying to do the the shit that is like one of the worst things that happen when black people pass, whether they um, pass by the police or if they fucking famous or whatever. First thing you want to go to is like, or they life wasn't perfect, you know what I'm saying? And it's a man where we done heard a whole bunch about how he done changed his life around and shit, how he heavy in the church. Even seen a video of him talking about telling the kids to put the guns down, telling the men to put the guns down and shit and, you know, get right, man. Hey, fuck this chick, man. Right. But I want to go back to yeah, the no, you did. Mean, oh, go oh, ahead, bitch. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, what, what I was going to say is I, I was going to share a little something. I mean, based on what Joe was saying, it reminded me of something like I had a dark moment on Saturday where somebody I know for a real, a, a, a pretty long time um, looked at one of my posts and said, all lives matter. And and this person is Brazilian and, you know, but for real Brazilian, like from Brazil, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And so the perspective there is completely different. And she was upset because in Brazil, you know, Brazil is the second blackest nation in the world. You know what I mean? And in Brazil, they're doing the Black Lives Matter thing um, as well. And, and, and so she didn't really kind of understand. And, and, and I felt, I was like, yo, just saying that to Black Lives Matter is cruel as fuck. And it's weird that we, we're still like justifying the statement Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? It sounds like a weird thing to even talk about right now. But like, I'm, I'm still doing it. I, on the blackout day on Tuesday, somebody that me and my other friend, who was like best friends with this girl, um, knew she did the blackout thing, the blackout Tuesday thing, but her hashtag was all lives matter. And so my friend hits me up because I was just, I was just mass liking people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My friend hits me up and say, yo, why did you like blanks um, posts? 
she said all lies matter and I yeah. said oh shit I ain't even know you know what I'm saying like cause and, and she and, and she's still talking about it to me to this day because it's really really bothering her because it's like yo like on the time when you're supposed to look for inclusion like that wasn't mm-hmm. inclusive at all you know what I mean it's like if all lies I saw somebody post something today that said if all lies matter then y'all should be on our side you see what I'm saying yeah. like you literally just watch somebody die I mean, the illest shit is, I don't even know if, like, we should even be, like, trying to get these motherfuckers to see, like, what it is, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel these niggas is, like, willfully ignorant at this point, you know what I'm saying? They got a million memes and fucking (laughs) cartoons and, like, not just cartoons on, like, Instagram and shit like that, cartoons and, like, real fucking newspapers and shit that show you, like, what Black Lives Matter opposed to like All Lives Matter means. I mean, when, when I saw a cartoon that had, but it's changing people. It changed. I guess. I guess. I guess you got to keep saying it because not everybody is like willfully like not pen, trying to learn and it's, understand. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you know, I mean, because I could go down the list, but it, I I know for a fact it's changing people. Yeah, that's why I just want to I saw like this cartoon and shit. There was this one house. That would look fine. This other house was on fire and shit. And the guy was like at the fire hose and he was spraying it on the fucking house that was not on fire. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, this is Black Lives Matter. So, like, yes, all houses matter and shit, but this house is on fire, motherfucker. So, we got to right. tend to this right now. And it's like. Right. That was poignant. That is poignant. And also, I know you guys probably see it as well. The As we surfaced again, the Michael Shea, I think it's about a two minute piece on Black Lives Matter from his stand-up that's on, I believe that's the Netflix stand-up. Mm-hmm. From the yeah, Hustle yeah, I remember, I remember watching that show. Yeah, and that's kind of resurfaced a lot of, I saw Kevin Hart and a bunch of people reposting yeah. just that clip. To, to Will Smith did it, and it went crazy. Oh, oh, he did it too? I didn't see his folks. Dope. Mm-hmm. Um, just to take a quick step back, we mentioned Kanye briefly. I just, I know, Joe, you, met, you had, we had talked about it um, before we started recording that, you know, Kanye uh, reported two million, well, reportedly uh, donated $2 million to the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Arbery in uh, their ongoing fight for justice. Um, and it said that he's in, and Kanye has also been marching in the streets of his hometown of Chicago with protesters. So we definitely want to make just make the point that even though Kanye has, you know, he's kind of all over the place, his messaging here seems to be on point. And again, like he's out there marching with but, the people as well. And but, the thing um, we want, that's, oh, yeah. oh, okay. that's, com- that's the confusing part. And, and I, I was going to tee you up with this, Joe, because mm-hmm. I'm, com- I'm completely lost on who Kanye West is right now. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's like, that's the weird dichotomy. You hugged this guy in, in the office and call me a father. <laughs> yeah. And, and listen, I don't even want to set you guys up. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to lay out what I feel about this and, first, and, and then you guys, right. yeah. And then you guys, um, tear it apart or, 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 or go with it, what you want to, but mm-hmm. like, even where people are saying, um, well, Donald Trump did well. You know, Kim Kardashian got him to get these people out, of, get these black people out of jail, and you know, mm-hmm. Donald Trump really did do that. And that, that's the thing that Kanye West is focusing on. But then they forget about the fact that he's also putting all these conservative judges in there and and trying to and, and the type of people who who put these undue harsh sentences on nonviolent offenders. So in, on one hand, he's setting up people and giving them positions for life that have the willingness. And the propensity to to set up the the type of um, sentences that put 
the few people that he got out into those prisons in the first place. Mm-hmm. But then he gives then he, he he gives a press conference and kind of shines a, a nice little light on the fact that, ooh, I let a couple of, of these black people out and then gets a Kanye West to give him a hug. That's the problem that I have with it. The story is not complete. The thought isn't complete on these types of things. That's why you cannot give this dude a pass because nothing he's ever did for black people has been real. That's my thought. Okay, well, let let me say this about Trump. Like, uh, I gave, like, Trump props with the the beginning people at jail. and so I'm like, okay, that's something he did. You know what I'm saying? And um, I remember his State of the Union, he had, like, some, you know, prominent black folks and just some, like, you know, just good-looking black folks for TV. Uh, giving him praise, giving him awards and shit like that. But I mean, the thing thing with me and with Kanye, like why I've always been defending Kanye, is that he's been really clear about what he said he loved about Trump. Like he said he loved the fact that this guy wasn't a politician; he went on to be the president. It makes him think that he could be that. You know what I'm saying? And also how he talked about how he likes his energy. Like Trump don't take no shit. I know a lot of black folks that, you know, before Trump showed how trash he was going to be as president was like yeah i kind of dig that energy like fuck it you know what i'm saying but with kanye west like i don't think that he is really following like the judges and shit like that. i don't think a lot of folks are you know what i'm saying and it's something that i really wasn't paying all that much attention to except for like maybe in the last year we started doing this uh podcast you know and more so like recently since he might be on his way out and they're trying to get through as much as they can Trump is really trash. You know what I'm saying? He really is trash. And I think when people want to attach Kanye to everything that Trump does because Trump, because he said he was like a fan of Trump's and shit like that, I think it's unfair. You know what I'm saying? I think it's unfair because he said what he liked about Trump. You know what I'm saying? And one thing about Kanye West, he's never turned his back on like black folks. You know what I'm saying? He never has. They felt like it when he was standing there with Trump, but he never had. So that's why it's like, yo, Kanye's giving yeah. money, Kanye's marching. Yeah, that's Kanye West. Yeah. Like, like folks forgot that just because of so, the Trump photo ops and shit. So, so, he so everything it. Jed said. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I, don't, I listen when we get an Anthony entrance. Let me just say this though. All right, everything that Joe said, I there's nothing to like disagree with about what um what Joe said, except for if. If he's giving him props on all these things, you know, at some point in time, he learned about the bad things, but he never decidedly, he decidedly never denounced them. That's the, that's another issue that I have with it. But go ahead, Ann. No, I, I just, I don't feel that way. I mean, we, I mean, even we said, like, we miss, like, we can't say that, you know, Kanye West has always been Kanye West when even we said we missed the old Kanye. So that's, obviously saying that something about this guy has turned different. I mean, we can't really disregard that fact. And the fact that he kind of went up to the White House and like he sat there and like I said, he called a guy's dad and so on and so forth. And like I said, he does the same thing. He goes to, he goes to TM, TMZ, Van Lathan goes off on him because it's something about sitting next to that guy. Even if you might agree with certain things about, I think with, with, with a lot of people, especially people who are kind of, well off they don't really give a shit about his politics they just really give a fuck about you know the financial portion of it like as long as my money's straight and this guy's kind of protecting my self-interest i kind of really don't give a fuck about anything else the thing that you worry about with kanye is that i just like even though he did that and i think that was a great thing for him to do it doesn't really change my opinion of him because i don't feel in any way shape or form 
that you should try to find, even if he does something good, what he does that's, you know, bad or basically just inconceivable. Like, I'm not, not even talking about, like, what's speaking right now with George Floyd thing, but I mean, like, there are still people in jails and camps that are immigrants that are living in these horrible conditions, and that is his fault. It's a lot of things that he does wrong, and I can't just disregard it all of a sudden just because he makes this one grandstanding gesture towards us. The moment he walked around that fucking MAGA hat, I'm like, you're showing support for him, period. Like, I'm, you're not supporting this one thing. That's his statement, his quote, his hat, and you're just, you're going everywhere with it. And you, like, you're thinking that it's a good idea. Like, no, you're like, we're trying to tell you, like, you should probably, you should probably distance yourself away from this person. If you do your solid, just be like, all right, man, cool, and just kind of move on. But the fact that he's doing this, of course, it's going to put you into good graces, but it doesn't erase all the shit that he did before then. Well, let me say this, right? One thing that people always seem to gloss over, like it doesn't really mean anything, is the fact that Kanye West is bipolar. He's admitted this. I remember he went into it in a sit-down with uh, a David Letterman in his um, Netflix series, right? And the thing about being, like, bipolar and shit you will do some wild shit. I personally know a couple yeah. of people that suffer from that. And and if you don't know anyone that suffered from that, if you watch the show Dave, right? We talked about Dave. There was a great yeah. episode in the middle of that when you found out that uh, Dave's hype man and uh, friend Gator was bipolar. And some people probably watched that and thought it was funny because it is a comedy yeah. and shit kind of plays funny. But when you saw the ups and downs, that's just real. I've been with, uh, yeah. I've, I've, I've like firsthand been with motherfuckers where the motherfucker's brilliant, you know what I'm saying? And has all of the brilliant, does the shit, it's like great, yeah. you wouldn't think nothing about him. And then that 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 switch gets flipped and motherfuckers is gone. And even if you were like a fan of like Empire, um, I watched the first couple seasons and kind of like fell off the fuck that shit. But the oldest son on that show, when they showed him going through the same shit, that shit's real. Some folks might think that's over the yeah. over dramatized shit like that. So that shit's real. So I give Kanye West the passes I do because I know that fucking disorder is real. And I know yeah. that Kanye kind of went left after his mom passed or whatever. I yeah. remember when his mom passed and it was just different. After my beautiful dark twisted fancy put that out through yeah. all that pain and shit and all that. And then like it's just that's why I give him a pass and but I let's give not, him. Let's not step on that point that you're making. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that's a that's that's a real you know, honestly, man, to take a step back, that's a real great point that Joe's making about um about somebody who is bipolar. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't say I know a lot of people who are bipolar, but I know one main person in my life who um mm -hmm. is bipolar, you know what I mean? And it is all right, so we can't I, I can't dismiss that. The reason that I will rail against Kanye West, despite that fact, and, you know, it, listen, Joe put a lot of a, a lot of holes in whatever argument that that I may have and towards that, because that, that was a great point. But um, it's because the mission is too great. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's because getting rid of Trump and the problems that Trump causes is too great to for even that to be a focus that I have, even though I understand it mm -hmm. and nothing Joe said is wrong. And I can't even knock Joe for, you know what I mean? For understanding uh, uh, Kanye West. Cause like everything he said is right. Like, listen, I'd be the person to argue it. I can't, 
It's just I got to be the person on the other side that's saying fuck Trump and you can't line, align yourself with this guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I'm looking at it. You know, what I mean? the mission is too great. I, I read I, I wish I had it in front of me. I read somebody's meme um, on Facebook. One of my friends has said, listen, Joe Biden could could uh, uh, jaywalk while shooting his uh, shoot a police officer. I'll still vote for him. It's some shit like that. He said some crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I was still like, cause that's how bad Trump is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then you got to think what Anthony just said. He was, I mean, people, Trump is so bad that we had, all right, let's just go down the list, right? We have right now, we have riots in the streets. You know what I mean? We have a, a, an international pandemic where we're losing more lives than anybody else. And the shit didn't even start here. You know what I mean? And we had uh, have an economy that's getting hit left and right and is basically in shambles. And that's causing us to completely forget the point that Anthony was just trying to make that he was putting children in cages and banning Muslims from the country. You know what I mean? Like, that's how bad this guy is, that most of the bad, some of the most cruel and horrible shit that he himself had an impact on, right? Not even just the ancillary shit that's going on right now, but the shit that he actually did when he first got there, that he physically did, that he had an impact on, we forget about because the rest of this shit is so bad. So the mission is too great to, for me, the stance that I have to be on is, you know, I got to be like, well, fuck that Kanye shit. He needs to denounce this guy. I got to be there. And, but I can't not Joe for saying what he said and not denouncing him. I think both things can be true. Yeah, no, you're 100 on that. Like, uh, that, like, he, he's been, apparent, apparently, you know what I'm saying, from what I've seen in different shit, he has been coherent and maybe back on his meds or however, however this shit worked, you know what I'm saying, enough that he should have moments where he kind of um, just said it, you know what I'm saying? This is a guy who said uh, George Bush doesn't hate white people standing next to Mike Myers on, like, a telephone, you know what I'm saying, and, <laughs> and the world loved him, you know what I'm saying, so... It's like, yeah, I, I feel I just feel the only reason I talk about it is just because I always want to just say, you know, get get a brother a little bit of an out. You know what I'm saying? Because my main thing with this whole like white supremacy shit, police brutality, institutionalized racism shit is that we didn't start it. You know what I'm saying? We're forever victims of it. And if we ain't doing the best to stop it, then. It's like, I feel as though, fuck it, man. Why should we have to? Why should every one of us have to? You know what I'm saying? That, that's that's just my thing. So I don't try to be too hard on black folks that, you know, kind of mm-hmm. seem like they don't get it. But, you know, Candace Owens seems to be totally, you know, coherent with her shit and totally picked the, picked the side she picked even talking about the bullshit. Like Kanye West would never come out and talk about someone slain in the streets, you know what I'm saying, and say, well, you know, they were sold drugs or they went to jail, so fuck them, you know what I'm saying? Make America great. That's my only thing, man. You go ahead, Alex. Yeah. Well, uh, well, you say you how you feel about Candace Owens, and because she was coherent in saying, let's see how you feel about Terry Crews. Uh, over the past day or so, I'm actually on Terry Crews's Twitter page where I'm reading his direct words. Uh, his first tweet, Defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like it or not, we are all in this together. That was his first post. And then after he got slammed and people kept coming for him, the other, and I want you to react to this because this is really what, what got me. 
He says, any black person who calls me a coon or an Uncle Tom for promoting equality is a black supremacist because they have determined who's black and who is not. Well, for the first, for like, first off, fucking Joe Biden decided who's black and who's not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's going to be the fucking, uh, the purity test when niggas go to the polls. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. uh, but nah, the thing about, we talked about, we slammed Terry Crews like in episode six, man. Or some shit like that. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I think that we look at this dude, you know what I'm saying? Strong black man, you know what I'm saying? Whatever he's got. His fucking star's been rising ever since he was doing little bit roles and shit, you know what I'm saying? And just to see, like, the stance he decided to take, you know what I'm saying? It's like, he seems to be white Hollywood or maybe in white America's, like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? And he seems like he want that role, you know? It's like, he, he, he wants to be, it feels like he wants to be looked at other than black and shit like transcendent, which isn't a bad thing, I guess, but it's not like he go he work it's not like he working overtime for it, you know what I'm saying? And the fact is nah. well hey go ahead, Brian. Nah, I'm listen man. If 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 not that's him. what it is, man, then I'm a black supremacist. I mean, yeah. fuck what um, Terry Crews is talking about. My, my mom said earlier today, because I really didn't know what was going on, but, you know, we have this group chat for our family. And she, she and I saw them talking about it. My mom was like, well, didn't he play one of them sports, like baseball, football, some shit like that? And I was like, yeah, football. He was like, well, maybe he got hit in the head too many times, some shit. <laughs> and I was like, because everything he said is, is dumb as fuck. And, like, didn't he let some, some old white man touch yeah. his joint? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like. Come on, man. This is big as hell. Like, everything mm-hmm. he says and does is just dumb as hell. You know what I mean? Like, outside of acting, he shouldn't have a platform to speak anymore. At all. Who is supporting these things that he says? You know what I mean? I, this like, is, nobody. Yeah. So if he wants to call me a black supremacist, fine. I am a black supremacist. I don't give a fuck. Like, his, that's his new term. If you want to give me a T-shirt that says black supremacist, I'm fine with it. You know why? Because there's no real such thing as black supremacists. Right. It's just like saying black racism. You can't, listen, if you aren't the, but we're 12% of the population, and we aren't the power structure that, to have an influence on another race of people, then we can't be racist by nature. Exactly. We can be prejudiced. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We can have prejudices, but we can't be racist. We can't affect the we can't affect these white people in the way that they do things we can't affect them uh, and the the opportunities opportunities that they have no but they, and they inherently can affect what we do the onus is on them so anybody who wants to try to take off the onus of, of the majority population of the United States of America anybody who wants to take that away from them and try to put it back on the minority is ridiculous on the face yeah. Let me let me read this one little tweet that he got off like last night. He was responding to a, a comedian Godfrey. Uh, I know Godfrey. Y'all might remember mm-hmm. him like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Godfrey just you know went on Twitter and said he loves his brother Terry Crews, yada yada, whatever and shit. But he hundred percent disagrees with him and then talked about you know black pride is an anti-white. Terry Crews responded, I agree. I'm not discussing white people here. They're gatekeepers of blackness within our own community who decides who's black and who's not. I've often been called out for not being black enough. How can that be? And it's like, it's just more seen about where this motherfucker come from and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's bullshit to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I know people 
that get called out for like not being black enough or something, or that might be like a narrative or shit like that. Mm-hmm. But that's dumb nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Niggas say that to me when I make wine. Yeah, I'm like, yo, listen, my nigga, I don't listen, I don't even live around white people. I don't actually even see white people and everybody who drinks wine with me is just black. wanna do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody. So it never really affects me. It doesn't bother me. It probably just bothers him because he may listen, some people resent certain things, some people mm-hmm. represent certain things. He both yeah. resents it and represents it. Yeah, and that's I the will thing say something you, said, something you said, Joe, and I, I must have not read that one and kind of maybe skipped over it. When you when you said his in his response, he says there are black gatekeep there are gatekeepers of blackness within our own community. To me, that doesn't sound. He's when he said he said he's it's right when he says he's not talking to white people. He sounds like he's talking to somebody that did something to him within the community, and now he's having he's mad, and now he's turning. You know who he's talking to? Who he's talking to? He's talking. He's talking to Twitter. He's talking to us. Mm-hmm. Twitter and anybody else that called this nigga out for not being a strong black man, even a decent black man in like certain situations, like the Gabrielle Union shit was something that we talked about. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yes. I know you got to protect your bread, but it's like, nigga, you ain't broke. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you're going to be running out the industry if you don't say shit about Gabrielle Union. You know what I'm saying? Or if you said something where it's like, you know, I don't know that sister's experience. You know, God bless her. She was always a good person. That is what, even if you don't stand up for, it's like this nigga go to the other side. He he speak on shit. Like, niggas talk about how fucking MJ was trash for not, like, you know, fucking... You know, doing shit. Michael Jordan was trash for not like being like more like vocal and shit. Like you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and shit, or like a LeBron now, early you know more recent. But besides the Republicans fucking buy sneakers too shit, which I could get is if it was like a joke that he said with the niggas like on the bus. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, play the, context, the context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Context. You know what I'm saying? The context. It's like he went on TV, stood there and said, "Well, Republicans buy sneakers." You know what I'm saying? So it's like even with the MJ who we like was bashing for a while for not being vocal. It's like, Terry Crews, you are not, you are worse because you actually speak out against the shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, we don't want to hear you talk about this kumbaya, let's give white people a fucking pass shit when we are like fucking, when we are in this movement after seeing what this white man did to this brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there are a lot of, a lot of times and a lot of points that people make where I, I literally have to step back from and like not address because I, I, I can see where they're coming from. Sometimes people, it makes them feel smarter to attack things from a, an, another side. But, you know, when you're playing devil's advocate, you're literally advocating for the devil, which right. reminds me of like this one time in um, The Devil Wears Prada where <laughs> where the woman who was in charge of the shit, um, you know, the, the woman with yeah, the shortcut yeah. or whatever, she was in charge mm-hmm. of the shit, and the girl comes in there, and she thinks she's all, like, trendy and stuff, and she's like, well, you see that shirt that you have on? I'm, I'm just using shirt. I don't remember what article right. clothing was. She's mm-hmm. like, that was created for people like you to feel like they're rebelling against this type of clothes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, the, the fix is in. They create these... They create these narratives and they throw them out there. It's the same thing as black on black crime, you know what I mean, where people try to believe that. And I'm sorry, guys, but we had this argument a couple of weeks ago. It's the same thing as saying, well, black people only vote for Democrats. 
You know what I mean? Because they, that's they're pre-programmed to. Like those type of ideas that just treat everybody like they're stupid because they believe a certain thing. Maybe because all these people believe a certain thing. Maybe maybe they all believe a certain thing because it's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? May, you know, there, there, it, it's not, you don't have to be on the other side of every argument. Sometimes the masses are just right. Yeah, and I'm going to just say this about, like, the, well, I remember we had that conversation. I think me and Alex was on, pretty yeah. firm on the one side about that. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to try to speak with both of us, at least for me and shit. Saying that white, black people just, like, always going to vote Democrats, like, okay, one, it's, like, kind of a fact for the most part. But it wasn't saying that to think that it was dumb to do it, like, we talked. Uh, we're gonna probably get into. We're gonna get into a little later. But uh, Anthony talked about certain um, people like pandering to like black folks and shit. And it's like, I think me and Brian were both like, nah, it's not. At least me, I was like, it's not like pandering if you were like, this is your base, you're your folks. So when I say black people both are like Democrat, yeah. mostly it's like because damn, that's who's positioning themselves as the folks that's actually gonna give more of a damn, a lot more than the other side. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And the and, other side literally argues against us. Yeah, pretty much. They literally are the first ones to line up and come up with the Candace Owens type shit when motherfuckers talk that. And like you said, a lot of times the mission is too great. That's why you say you can't give Kanye a pass. I'm just going to read this last little tweet that I see on Terry Crews' shit from about 10 hours okay. ago. Where he said, I believe it is important we not suffer from groupthink and we keep minds <clears throat> of our own and be allowed to ask difficult questions to each other. I believe this dialogue is important as we get through the trauma together i love you and i just want to say that is like a total example of brian when he said that brian's idea that some motherfuckers just pick the other side because they want to sound like they intelligent and shit you know what i'm saying or they just want to go against the grain and i mean terry cruz probably too dumb to even realize he's doing it you know what i'm saying yeah i I will say this and and i know i said in our group chat I, i just feel that terry cruz has been bought from whatever he was going through when we talked about him on episode six or seven, when he was talking about he was trying to sue whoever in Hollywood because he was fond of X, Y, and Z. I believe he got this deal and then they bought him. They bought his soul. They bought his blackness or whatever you want to call it. And now he's just doing as he's told because he's been bought out and he's just doing. So he's just saying things at this point. Um, I mean, you know, well, what he does is cheap. he creates a lot of straw man arguments. You know what I mean? And I. It goes back to like philosophy. I'm sure you know me. You guys probably had a philosophy class before. Like it's it's like you create arguments that are not there just to knock them down, saying that the other side believes this and people think this. Like he's talking about everybody. Like there's there's some there's some meeting of the leaders of the black community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, mm-hmm. oh well, you can't get in. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and it's a fallacy. It's fallacious on on, on his face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a strawman argument. And that, that's easily knocked down that he created so that he can try to make some point. You know what I mean? And even his main points end up being ignorant. And that's the problem with him. Yeah, I mean, when it boiled down to it, he just seemed like a nigga that was lame as shit. And niggas like yeah. talk, calling him out being lame as shit. And if you felt niggas wasn't called, I mean, niggas might do the black shit in there. But it was basically just saying you lame as shit. Nigga, you played football and you yeah. played the flute for like 10 years, nigga. Like... <laughs> He yeah, and it's the internet, it. nigga. We tear up everybody. Yeah. If he can't take it, then he shouldn't be saying shit. At all. Exactly. At all. Um, Joe, you recently, you actually you just mentioned it um, not too long ago yeah. when we were talking about the Democrats and what happened today. <laughs> and I'm reading this from I'm reading this from the uh, New York Post. Uh, Washington congressional Democrats introduced a large police reform bill on Monday after kneeling for eight minutes 
and 46 seconds in memory of George Floyd, whose death sparked nationwide protests. The Justice in Policing Act of 2020 aims to increase trans, uh, transparency and eliminate abuses after an arrest over Floyd's May 25th death when Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin kneeled on his neck until he died. The martyrdom of George Floyd gave the American experience a moment of national anguish as we grieve for the black Americans killed by police brutality, uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said at a press conference. Um, I'll just stop right there because I just really wanted to just put out there. They were dre- they were also dressed. Uh, they had the uh, kente cloth. Excuse me. They had the kente cloth. And I want to start with Ant on this one because I know he had some strong <laughs> some strong responses to when we introduced it in the group chat. So I'll, so Ant, I'm gonna go to you first on this. I just don't think you should pander to black people. I mean, you already say that you know we tend to vote Democratic, and they already have our vote, so that's fantastic. And I'm not in any way, shape or form trying to, you know, dismiss the life and the tragic death for George Floyd. I think that all of a sudden for them to try to show unity over this and for them to put on the kente cloth and so on and so forth just seems a little bit pandering towards a particular office. Because to me, it seems like you're doing too much because I don't think that you need to do that. It's obvious. It's obvious that there's a problem. It's obvious that you know, there are obviously those who are going to fight for us and those who are not. It's not that hard. I think at, after the loss of his life, it drew a very clear line. Either you are for us or you are against us. You don't need to do extra. Like I went to um, the, um, they had a protest in Montclair Sunday. I went to that, did the whole walk. I saw white people and they, they had their signs. They were talking about inequality and brutality and police reform and Black Lives Matter and so on and so forth. None of the motherfuckers were wearing a kente cloth. They weren't doing no shit like that. They was like, I'm going to show my support in this way because I know that this is an important issue. I stand beside you. I don't need to do anything extra. I don't need to I don't need to try to speak your language. I don't need to try to do anything that so all they want to do is just try to understand you. That's all they want to do, right? No, 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 no. That's all that's all they want to do. Because yeah. my whole thing is that you do this now. I did not see you wearing that when Eric Garner died. I did not see you wearing that when Tamir Rice died. I did not see you wearing that when Michael Brown died. This one incident makes you want to go ahead and do this. When those incidents happened, you did bring up brutality. You did bring up the importance of black lives in America, but you didn't do this. It's a photo op. No different than what Donald Trump did stand in front of that church yeah. with that upside down. Yo, Anthony, you're Yo. going way too far. But hold on. Listen, let me just say, they definitely do shit like that because of people like me. Because I want them niggas dressed in the fucking kente cloth, kneeling and being and trying to be black as fuck. Because you know what? They, I, I saw another thing um, earlier today, and I'll, I'll um when I'll, I'll pull it up and read it off to you. The problem is that our representatives are there's too many white people as representatives in uh we have too many white people in representatives in the United States of America. It says the ten richest Americans, 100% white. U.S. Congress, 90% white. U.S. governors, right. 96% white. If they're going to represent me as 12% of the population, motherfucker, do some of the shit I, I, I would be wanting to do out there, motherfucker. So if we're not going to mm-hmm. be there, y'all going to have to represent me in a certain type of way. So, yeah, you better kneel your little lily white ass on with some motherfucking tempting cloth, and next time, mm-hmm. pick your hair mm-hmm. out in a motherfucking afro and be black as shit. And I want that photo op so I can post it on my Instagram and see, look what these lily white motherfuckers is doing. That's how bad it got. Exactly, and after that shit, after you stand up, I want a little step routine like you a black Greek out this motherfucker, yo. That's fucking right. Hell yeah, and, I, and it's my thing, and it's like I don't see how you can 
be the judge of what's the right level of like support. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen all I've I've seen online all white or like majority white fucking Black Lives Matter rallies and shit. You know what I'm saying? And if you think that shit is dope or you think the white folks out there with their signs is dope, then I don't see how you go against this shit. You know what I'm saying? I really don't because like Brian said, like if it was just the black folks that did the shit, it'd be like Ten brothers and sisters there on their knees while all these white folks is in the back, like, just looking and shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit was really fucking dope to me. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it's funny seeing, like, fucking 80-year-old Nancy Pelosi and shit and 70-whatever-the-fuck-year-old Chuck Schumer and a whole bunch of other white folks whose names escaped me I never even knew yeah. on their knees with the Kente Claw scars for, like, eight or nine minutes and shit. And it but, also imp- impacts other white people, too. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's who you need to get on this fight. Yeah, man. I mean, sometimes we just gotta like appreciate motherfuckers for what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? You yes, expect these white these fo- people. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. Yeah, no, these white people, and, and I'm gonna call them white people just for the purpose of this argument because, like, that's what we're gonna, you know, that's that's where we're how we're looking at them here. These white people represent us, and they represent a whole bunch of other white people. So when they do something like this, you know what I mean? It is representative of a mass number of white people. You know what I mean? And I want to see white people kneeling and being up. If, if another Colin Kaepernick pops up, these white people better not say nothing. You understand what I mean? And we're exactly. making that point. Listen, li- listen, people can argue against these protests all the fuck they want, but it has impacted so many different things in the United States of America just in the last couple of weeks. That I mean, it's, it's crazy. So now we put we put the onus on them. All these companies that are coming out there and, and saying and, and, and letting everybody know that we feel you, we understand you, um, and, and we want to do our part. Guess what? If anything pops up, motherfucker, you better do your damn part. You know what I mean? Because we, we got these emails and we got this shit out, out for you. Now, the next time, if, if a Colin Kaepernick wants to pop up or a Bonlin Bappernick or whoever the fuck wants to do it, <laughs> y'all better ride for him. And we don't want to hear shit about the, we don't we don't want to see the vice president get up and leave a football game because somebody kneeled in it. We don't want to see anybody put out memes and, and say it's about some American flag. Fuck you, Drew Brees. I don't care about your apology. We don't want to see none of that shit. You see what I'm saying? Listen, all these people. Another thing that brings up is all these people doing these apology tours. They say yeah. something stupid, then they come back with this, all these apologies. Like yeah. I'm not accepting them shits anymore. Fuck that. that don't say the shit in the first place. Right. What was your thought process to begin with? Yeah, pretty I'm much. Glad I guess. Corrected him, but yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. But I mean, we, I guess we could probably like we would probably gloss over like Drew Brees and maybe like just talk about how sincere what we think that NFL season gonna look like after Roger Goodell came out with his like lukewarm statement about how the NFL is uh behind the people 100 percent and shit and how they have mishandled shit in the past but didn't want to mention Colin Kaepernick's name. Since you love football so much, Alex, what do you think? Is gonna like the shit gonna look like next season? It's gonna look the same because I think, and I and I've, yep. I've, I've said this before, when in, in comparison to what happened, similar to like the Donald Sterling situation in a sense, and what happened with Colin Kaepernick, the NBA has forces like LeBron, has forces like Carmelo, um, and whoever else you want to name. The NFL does not. They don't. They don't have. They also they don't have, have all the, the money in the world. Right. And even if they, let's just say, even if those NFL players had guaranteed contracts in a sense, let's just give them that. 
they still don't, there's no, there's has not been a person in the NFL that we know. I'll say it like that. Cause we, we could talk about Jim Brown and those, but in the NFL that we know, there hasn't been the name person that has been able to step up and done what LeBron has done or done what Melo has done. In a sense, there hasn't been that person. We saw the biggest name, the biggest black name in the NFL, which was, which was Cam Newton at the time, talk about, look at my skin and what is one, what you get beneath my, I don't even know what the fuck he was saying when he was trying yeah. to say that. Like we don't have ignorant, that, we don't have the, we don't have that, we don't have that voice like a LeBron. I just, there's more, but those are just the two people at the top of my yeah. head, CP3 and so on and so forth that can, I was at the NBA when that happened. They had to do something like, think about what the NBA did. They removed an owner within like what, a week or something like that. They made him step down. Like you can't do mm-hmm. that in an organization of that size. You have to understand business to understand as an owner of like that, what it takes to remove them and yeah. look how fast and quickly they remove them because of the voices of LeBron, the Steph Curry's, um, like CP3, who was on the who was on the Clippers and so on and so yeah. forth. The NFL does not have that built-in structure where they can have somebody step up. Colin Kaepernick was one of yeah. one for the NFL that we had. For the NFL, yeah. excuse me, the NFL that we know. Yeah, he wasn't even a star. You know what I'm saying? He was right. just yeah. He By the time that happened, mm-hmm. yeah, his star was kind of was kind of dimming. But I will mm-hmm. say, just to really, I don't want to gloss over the fact that, and we could look at it and take it for what it is, that Roger Goodell, and as the voice of the NFL, said that <laughs> they got the Colin Kaepernick situation wrong. Yeah. And they yeah, openly had I, to say that, and you I'm could take it like, that. going back to what you said, be like, you know, I don't know if I want to hear the apology now, but they had they came out and they said it, and it'll be interesting to see if there is something that any player has the balls that will be able to do and stand, stand um, and hold them accountable going forward, like you said, if another Colin Kaepernick comes up. Yeah. Go ahead, I mean, I, Joe, Well, Joe called it a lukewarm statement. The only thing I was going to say is I, didn't, I don't really think the statement was lukewarm. I thought it was, you know what I mean? I, I actually, yeah, I thought it was direct. And I, I don't know if I'm grading on the curve or not. But I thought it was a really good statement from um, Roger Goodell. My first thought was that Jay-Z is doing a good job with these people. Like, that was literally how I took it. I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, that's a big statement from exactly. Roger Goodell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's how to I looked at it. That, yeah, to admit, to openly admit that, mm-hmm. that's a huge, that's that's huge to me. The optics of it, regardless if you believe it or not, but the optics of yeah. that, to me, is huge. It, and the optics of it means everything because we all know what the NFL is. You know what I mean? Like it was just it, it's damn near like a country it's damn near like a huge country music star doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was just like you know who their base is. But you know the thing that I wanted to see what happens. Um, I was watching the news and they were talking about <clears throat> excuse me on like MSNBC and they had brother there some old white dude whatever they were talking and they said they want to see what a Jerry Jones or a uh, Roger yeah. a Robert Kraft you know actual friends of Trump. Yeah. Who are yeah. like two of the biggest, or if not the biggest, like power, like owners in the league. Owners. You know what I'm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what the fuck are they gonna say? Because Roger yeah. Goodell, well, we like, he can only do so much, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. We've kind of seen. We've kind of seen. We've. Um, my bad. Just real quick. We've kind of seen how Robert Kraft has been moving a little bit, standing next to people like Meek, and a lot of things that he's for. So it'll be. You're right. And it will be interesting. Go ahead. Ann. No, I, th- I think that's, I think that's the problem that I have with, with Roger Goodell's statement. I think that I think he did mean it, and I think he was wholehearted, and these questions were posed to him, and he answered them. But the way that the NFL set up is basically, if you want to be crude about it, is 32 plantations, and 
this guy's a figurehead. I mean, like I said, the owners voted him into that job. Like, they can easily remove him. Like, I don't think they have the kind of cozy relationship as the NFL does with Adam Silver. Like, he's actively involved with just the players, with the owners, with everything. Like I said, when that Donald Sterling thing came apart, it showed you what kind of person is because he knew, I need to step in immediately and get this solved or it's going to turn into something else. With the NFL, like I said, it's it's 32 little different kingdoms. And like I said, some are going to speak up, some haven't. Like, I'm a Giants fan. I haven't heard, heard, haven't heard shit from the Maris. I heard something that they put out from the organization. But you're the owner of this team. You control this team. You control the stadium. You control the finances. I need you to speak up. Because, like I said, when they own an NFL team, that's just part of their overall business. They own other things. So I want to see a broader statement in like from that in regards to that. So with the NFL, like you can say that, but if you really want to make changes in that, like I said, this might sound silly. Like if you really think that you want to do something about kind of not necessarily just Black Lives Matter, but literally systemic racism, see if you can get Daniel Snyder to change the name of the Redskins. It's a racist fucking name, and it's been there yeah. forever. <laughs> like like yeah. if, if you if you if you really really mean this, and you know. That that that's like the N word for Native Americans. And you know how how hurtful and harmful that is, and the racism that kind of around that. I want to see you do what you what you no know, Silver did with uh, you know the guy from the Clippers. Like yeah. I, I didn't want to really take a stand and want to really see make a change with that. Change the name to whatever it is, but you know that name is blatantly offensive. Do something about that. Now, if you do that, then I kind of believe you, because that's yeah. something I stand watching from the very beginning of time. But if you still let that name stand. You know how offensive it is to people. We kind of want to see where you're going to go this. Now, it's fine that he said that, and it's great that he said that. But again, I need those other owners to step up because them not saying anything, and like I said, if if you're silent, it probably means you're implicit with whatever else is going on. So, you know what? You know what? You know what name I want to stand, y'all? Black Lives Matter. The Washington Black Lives Matter. No, I want I want Black Lives Matter. As a name to stand, just like the mayor of D.C. did. And, street, you know what I mean? <clears throat> you know, now, now Donald Trump lives on 1600 Black Lives Matter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, listen, man. Fuck Nick Cannon. Y'all better get out there and vote. And fuck Scotty Pippen. Don't be no punk ass bitch ass. <laughs> as always. <laughs> as always. Um, yeah. Uh, like you were saying, D and all that. We definitely, if you need to do something, you feel you want to be motivated, get out there. Go on BlackLivesMatter.com. Go to Know Your Rights uh, camp. Follow those two, and there's many more out there to get yourself involved. However you feel that you want to be involved, whether it be uh, donating or whether physically being involved. But as always, we thank you for listening to the pod. You can always get at us on Better Than You Pod on IG. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke. Until next week, peace. Peace. Yeah. Hey.